Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today we're joined by veteran evangelist and founder of MXTV, Tim Bazzano. Today he'll talk to us about MXTV, why he decided to start it. He'll also share with us about a new safe place online that he has created, especially in the midst of the pandemic that we've been going through. We'll hear that and more today on Connections. We're joined today by Tim Bizzagno. He is an evangelist as well as the founder of MXTV. And we really want to talk about Mission XTV and a safe place online today. But maybe first, like, give us a wider overview of uh, the organization then, how it came to be and how you got involved with it. Excellent. All right. That's a fun answer. So back in the day, uh, as I was feeling uh, called to the ministry and had said yes um, I was uh, in Amsterdam, Holland as a missionary, uh, had a hardcore rock band doing nightclub evangelism all over the world. Nice. And I came, yeah, it was so much fun, man. And I came home um, during a Christmas break and I was reading the newspaper, which I never really do, but it was laying there and I picked it up and on the front page there was this uh, article um, about Generation X. And I'm like, what is that? I mean, nobody was talking about it yet. And it gave all these characteristics of that generation. And as I read it, I'm like, that's me. That's me. And I thought, I know how to reach these people because they're they're me, really. <laughs> and um, and so I, I, we, I, I set up a nonprofit organization called Mission X Mission, a mission to reach Generation X. Nice. And so that's what we that's what we did. It was uh, helpful to help us do our, our touring as a night uh, as a nightclub evangelistic band. And and because that cost money and we didn't charge uh, as a band. So that kept us busy. Nightclubs liked us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and as Generation X grew and matured, uh, then we reached the next generation. And then now we're reaching uh, the next. And so, um, you know, the millennials as, as well as Gen Z is what we focus on now. That's pretty uh, cool. Share the pr- and yeah. so, so often we hear about the differences between generations, right? And, uh, you know, yeah. here in the office, we kind of joke around as Gen Xers, mm-hmm. me and the manager, right? And like, oh, these kids yeah. these days, right? But it's so oh, yeah. great to see Gen Xers reaching out to the younger generations now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, thank you. And, and I appreciate that. And and uh, we have seen that one of the best ways to reach uh, young people is is have young people reaching young people. And mm. so um, that is also what we've incorporated uh, into the show MXTV, which stands for Mission X Television. Um, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, having younger hosts that that are solid in the Lord, that aren't, uh, I use the word religious, that aren't religious, they love Jesus, they, they, they want to speak truth, they want it to be done in love, and they understand, you know, they, I mean, tell you the truth, they understand their, their audience a whole lot better than I do, even though, you know, I've got an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old son, and I, you know, I'm certainly not ignorant of their culture by any means, but um, it's really wonderful, young people reaching young people as well. So when did MXTV come to be then? Yeah, yeah, great question. So MXTV, um, as I said, is Mission X Television, and we, uh, as a band at that time, which MXTV did not exist, we were doing a lot of uh, evangelism concerts in prisons. 
and there was somebody doing ministry along with us, and they said, hey, uh, we have, I have a TV show, she said, and we, you should come and, 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 and do what you just did here to the kids in prison, you know, and, and tell, them about, tell them about Jesus. And we're like, okay. And so we, we went on the TV station, and the owner loved us because the phone lines lit up. Something, something in our DNA is we always give a call to action at the end of every concert back in the day. Hmm. And so then it, it was very natural uh, at the end of the TV show to say, uh, if you'd like to receive Jesus, you know, we've just told you the truth. And if you know that that's, if that, if you know that that is true in your heart and God speak with you right now, you know, let's, let's pray. And I just lead them through a simple prayer. And I did that on the TV. And afterwards I said, if you just did that, call that number on the screen, let us know it's important. You just made the biggest decision of your life. We want to celebrate. And so when I did that, um, the phone lines went crazy and, and, wow. uh, and the owner of the TV station walked in there and uh, he was like, what did you just do? When as soon as it was <laughs> over, I mean, the smoke, the, the fog machines were not even, the smoke hadn't even cleared the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the studio and he had his hands on his hips. What did you just do? Like, well, we told, we played some music and told some people about, you know, about Jesus, especially young people. That's what I thought. I really like that. And so he, I want you to come back next weekend and do the same thing. So, so ultimately that turned into Mission X television. It was just by default, no TV experience whatsoever. And so that was, um, that was, uh, almost 25 years ago. We're wow. going to be 25 here in a couple months. And, um, Lord started us out with a bang. We got a, a Dove Award. It's kind of like the Christian Grammys, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and for being best local broadcast show in the nation. Then we got picked up by, uh, TBN and then Daystar. And then, gosh, wow. the, the list went on and, so now we're on in um, about 150 countries in eight different languages on about 22 or 23 broadcasters around the world. And we still we still give them uh, an opportunity to respond to the gospel. And um, so um, did you ever imagine that 20, eight different languages like you're touring nightclubs as a band back in the day and you'd be reaching yeah. all these people all over the world one yeah. day? Yeah. Yeah. So. So we always had in it. We, so the, check this out. It's really fun, man. It's really cool. I, I challenge anybody who is listening who they somebody else needs to do this. I'm telling you, somebody else needs to do this. So what we would do, we would write our songs in English. We were all English speakers speaking, and um, we would translate all of the lyrics into the native tongue of whatever oh, no uh, country that we were in. But we would do that through um, back in the day. We'd put them up on slide machines on the right side uh, of machine machine on the stage would be in English <laughs> on the other on the other side it'd be in Polish or Vietnamese or German or cool. whatever we were doing, and then in the middle screen. So it was a, quite a show. We had three screens. In the middle screen, it was artistic, cool, you know, illustrations that would just you know rock and roll style that would fit the song. And so they're watching this huge show with lights and and we got TV screens all over the stage playing all kind of random stuff. I mean, it was an it was like an ADD circus. Kids <laughs> loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. And so and so they're looking over to the right and they're looking at their language. They're looking at the left. There's English and these these people with long hair down to their waist are telling me jumping and and, and yelling and and the music's great and they're telling me about Jesus. They're like what? <laughs> And so, um, 
so yeah, so then we would uh, give an invitation right then and there. Sometimes it went really good. Sometimes it went kind of bad, you know? I mean, we yeah. got bottles thrown at us and people spit at us and wow. club owners would kick, kick us out. And, and uh, it was cool, man. I wouldn't trade that for nothing. That sounds like pretty cool memories. <laughs> uh, yeah, so something it, it was. recently uh, new that you've started, A Safe Place Online. Tell us what it is and uh, where that came from. Yeah. So, 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 so the deal is, man, you know, so much, uh, each generation, the, 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 the culture changes and we've seen so much. So our, our focus is still 18 to, to 28, you know, youth and, and young adults. Um, and, but, but now in 2020 kids, uh, you know, are, they're still watching TV, especially internationally, but they're not watching as much. So I, I one day, I'm sitting here in my office, the same chair I'm in right now. I'm like, oh, Lord, I just, I, oh, man, I feel it right now. Woo, golly. <laughs> um, I do. I said, Lord, I, we, 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 wanna, we want to, we want, I want more. I want to reach more people. If, 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 if young people are our mission field, then we need to, we need to speak. If it's, if they are in Africa, we need to learn to speak Afrikaans or Swahili. So what is that Lord that we can do to reach more people at this time in their language, in their culture? And I'm talking about American and Canadian, you know, kids, uh, young people. And so um, the bet we found that the best way to reach them is on the internet. And so um, as well as TV, but we started building a secondary ship, uh, uh, which is internet based evangelism called a safe place online. So, so, so the, the, the miracle uh, of this, Mike, is that the Lord led us to, 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 to start this around November and December of um, 2019. We launched it in January of 2020. And you know what happened in March of 2020. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and so, and so the, the, um, the, 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 the reactions of kid of young people start began to go through the roof. And so let me tell you what, what a safe place online is. Okay. So it, it is, is it is a place for, for young people to connect 24 seven through a chat and text service that they can connect to immediately on the front page of a safe place online.com. Okay. Now the reason that they know to go there is very important. They're not stumbling across the, the the website that's that that doesn't happen very much nowadays you've got to be a little bit more aggressive so what we do is something called interruptive marketing so what we do is we place ads on facebook and and google and instagram that interrupt their streams if they're imagine ah. a, imagine a, you, you've seen them a million times they're scrolling people are with the, the kids kids especially pretty quick on their phone bam 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 they see something and they're, they're, now they're on Facebook or Instagram or, or, or some kind of a Google search for our ads interrupt their stream. And I love that because that's what Jesus did, brother. That's what yeah. Jesus did. Think about think about the people, on, on, um, the guys on the on the beach fishing and he called them and they dropped their nets. Woo, yeah, they man. ditched their and dad they working and, le- and follow him. <laughs> yeah, and they follow him. So we're interrupting them with these it. ads. They're 30 second ads. Now, this is radio. So let me just let me describe what this ad may look like. Yeah, you got it. You got a You got a 20 something guy. He's got on a baseball cap. It's in a dark lit room. You can definitely still see him. And he's pacing just a little bit and a zoom in on his face. And he looks a little worried. He looks up to the ceiling and he says, 
how can I be in a room full of people filled to the brim and yet feel all alone? Then the narrator comes on and says, life can be hard. Jesus cares. Go to a safeplaceonline.com and chat or text with someone right now that understands. So if they go there, which they do, praise the Lord, that, and they're connected to somebody that can, that can um, counsel them. And these, these volunteer counselors that are run by an amazing organization that we partner with called Need Him, they are there 24-7. There's 800 volunteers, and they connect uh, right then and there. And those, that, praise the Lord, those volunteers are trained to listen very important. Yeah. And then to tell them, uh, uh, to give them the only hope that really works, the only truth that really works. And and so, Mike, I, what we're seeing, brother, what we're seeing right now is, is a is a harvest where we are literally reaping uh, uh, against the lies that the, that the, that this generation was told by right. being told that there is no such thing as truth. It's all relevant. It's all it's it's irrelevant even, and so um, and or, or, or relative. That that's the word. And um and so um and and so they found out, brother, that, that didn't work. Yeah. And so they're in, they're they're in pain. So so what we do is we lead these different ads that we put out. We've got about eighteen of them going out there. Um, we lead with their pain point, not with theology. Because here's here's the here's the deal. Okay, these these kids they barely believe in hell if they believe in it at all. But what they do know is that they feel like hell. And what they're afraid of, brother, is that they're that the way that they feel couldn't be any worse than hell. And so that they're they're trying they want to they they're looking for something that works because what they were told did not work. And so that that's where we're meeting them. That's where Jesus is meeting them. That's where the volunteers are meeting them. And um and and they're finding that this is a safe place to, to talk about anxiety and depression and loneliness and, and, and just, just, just direction and, and fear uh, is, is, is what we're seeing. And what, man, and really this safe online place is giving them somewhere where they can actually share how they're feeling. And we've had such a great conversation with Tim today. We're going to continue this conversation again. You can join us tomorrow for part two of our series and episode with Tim Bizzano here on Connections.